The Stranger Things Podcast, Season 2, Episode 0, Season 2, Predictions. Welcome to the Stranger Things Podcast. I'm Daryl, and I am more excited about Stranger Things Season 2 than Alfonso Ribeiro on the set of a Pepsi commercial. I'm probably more excited than you are, but... Hi, Maddie. And this summer, I learned I could outrun the Target manager while carrying five boxes of Eggos. <laughs> and how did you figure that out? Ways. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to the Stranger Things podcast. The Stranger Things podcast is a fan podcast dedicated to the Netflix original series. Stranger Things. But you, you said Netflix original series. I think you meant the best Netflix original series. Did I? Yeah. Okay. We're so glad that you have uh, joined us for today's episode. I'm excited, uh, genuinely, for season two. Since the last time we recorded a podcast, a new trailer has come out, which is awesome because you and I had originally planned on talking about the Comic-Con trailer, which I think we'll probably still mention a little bit of it, but a new trailer came out. And so we're going to be talking about that trailer in today's episode. But we've got a few other things that we're going to be talking about as well. We have a whole bunch of news that we're going to be sharing with you. Some of it tied to this podcast, some of it tied to just the, you know, Stranger Things world at large. There's some awesome listener feedback. Addie and I have a few of our own predictions and hopes for season two. We have a whole bunch of uh, predictions and hopes from, from you guys for season two. We have, this is kind of exciting, we have a contest that we are going to announce. And as always, well, almost always, we didn't last time, but this time we're back with the meme of the week. The meme of the week. That's what I said. <laughs> no, it's not. All right, Addie, let's get it kicked off with some news. So many different exciting things to talk about here. Let's talk about some things that have happened in the last week as far as I know. Now, they may have been out there longer than that. I only noticed them this week, and that is Target has, I don't know, they must have paid a pretty penny to get like the exclusive retail licensing on some of this stuff. Not the exclusive retail licensing. Like, there are other places you can get it, but like you can't just go to Walmart or Kmart or wherever you would go. Like that's a direct competitor to Target. Like Target's the exclusive place for a whole bunch of Stranger Things stuff. Like you can't even get some of this stuff on Amazon, which is pretty amazing. So now some of this stuff, I guess you can get in other places, right? Some of these Funko Pop figurines are not exclusive to Target. In fact, I don't know that any of those are going to be exclusive to Target, but let's talk about the biggest thing, the thing that we got. Uh, your mom and I picked it up, I don't know, earlier in the week and then surprised you. We did an unboxing, surprise unboxing with you on our Facebook page this week. So if you haven't gone over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash groups slash Stranger Things GSM, uh, so go do that. You'll see Addie completely surprised because you didn't even know it existed. Being and that awkward. Is, <laughs> that's true. My friend uh, said I was awkward. You may be awkward. I don't know. You're, yeah, I thought you were awesome. Nah, I'm awkward. But it's the Stranger Things Season 1 uh, DVD slash Blu-ray. Like it's both of them. And it looks like an old school 1980s style VHS tape like in the box and stuff like that. So it's really awesome. What were your thoughts of that? It was pretty cool. Whenever I first opened the box, I was like, oh no, it's actually going to be like a VHS tape because we don't, 
well, we do have something to play that on, but like it's really old. Yeah. So it, I mean, obviously it's really old, but <laughs> yeah. um, and it's in like your guys' room and I never go in there anyway. So yeah, I forgot it was even in there because I don't even pay attention to, I just, I rarely even watch TV in there, but I don't either. I, I like never go in there yeah. just at all. So, and that's really cool. It's a Target exclusive. Now you can find it on Amazon, but that's where somebody like myself, not, not, I haven't done this, but I'm just saying someone like myself would, has gone into Target and purchased it, and now I'm going to relist it on Amazon. So you're paying third-party seller prices like $40 or more, depending on whatever that person wants to sell it for. It's $25 if you go to, or if you go to Target and get it, which is what we paid for it. So, But like I said, it's, it's a Target exclusive, and it's only available in the U.S., is what the, the label in there says. So for our international friends, or for those of you who don't live in an area near Target, um, your best bet is Amazon, but you know, I'm pretty sure it's region locked to the U S so you're going to have to have a DVD player that can, that can play that. But, um, otherwise go check it out. And you know, there's no bonuses on there, right? So it's not yep. like, like there's wh- nothing better than paying $25 for something you pay $7 a month for. It's more than seven now on Netflix. It is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that, yeah, you're exactly right. It's like, what's the point? Well, the point is... It's cool. <laughs> yeah. And you get a poster, you know, so you're paying $24 for a Netflix or a Stranger Things poster. In a really cool box. Yeah, that's for sure. So what are some of the other things they have uh, at Target for Stranger Things? They have Funko Pop pins. Yeah, they sure did. Ink pins with the little Funko Pop figurines on top. That Those were pretty neat. They had some other vinyl pop characters too that weren't the, they're not, not the pop style, but they're Funko vinyl characters. They had a few of those that were really cool. We saw, and so they had, they have a section in the electronics department where the, all the DVDs and stuff are of Stranger Things. And it was like 90% empty. So if your target is like ours, they may not have all the stuff out yet. You can go to the website. They have a ton of stuff on the website. There's a sweater with all the alphabet letters and the lights. There's a whole bunch of other figurines, uh, barb patches and mug and some stuff like that. All kinds of great apparel, uh, much more than what they had in store. But we did find some apparel in store. Tell us about that. So there were some sweatshirts, t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts, but there were also... I only saw one pair, I think, in the girls' section. It might have been moved over from the men's, but uh, they were sweatpants. Yeah. Those are pretty cool. Um, they had different styles in the girls' department than they had in the boys'. Yeah, which is which is really weird. I mean, I guess since it's supposed to fit like a woman's figure or a men's fi- figure, but I honestly don't care. Yeah, I ended up getting a sweatshirt from the men's section because life. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm actually wearing a Stranger Things um, men's size t-shirt right now, too. So, fun. Yeah. It, I mean, you can't tell. I mean, so what? It's a sweatshirt. Yeah. The the women's sweatpants just said Stranger Things in like red letters down the leg. And in the men's section, they had like Hawkins High School branded. They had a hoodie yeah. and, a, and sweatpants, too. But we did also see a t-shirt that was off to the side. Like all the, in the women's department, well, in the men's, all the... Stranger Things apparel was on a single rack, uh, except in the women's department, there was one t-shirt that said, what would Barb do? And it was just around the corner with a little shelf of t-shirts or a few shelves of t-shirts. So go check it out at your local Target. Hopefully there's some stuff there. Target on, Target.com has a whole bunch more than the stores have though. 
It looks like there was only one of the What Would Barb Do shirt. And yeah. It was on the very bottom shelf, so it was kind of weird. Yeah. And then we saw some stuff back in the toys department. Yeah, there were games. I'm not exactly sure like what the whole point of the game is, but there's um an Ego Stranger Things card game. Yeah. Yeah, so the box is just like a yellow rectangle looking thing. And it has some Egos on the front of it. And then it has um a very realistic drawing of Eleven with the Ego boxes. And yeah, that's pretty much it. It's a card game, but like if even if you read the box, it doesn't to me it's like I don't understand the point of the game. Yeah, I think I read the back of the box whenever we were at the store yesterday. Yeah. Um and I remember it saying something like, um, can you help like beat the demogorgon or like will you be eaten for breakfast? Something like that. That yeah. might have been in the, a different game, but yeah, I remember seeing something like that. And then we also saw a Stranger Things Ouija board, which was like, you know, like the the Ouija letters and board. stuff. Yeah, the letters and stuff look like the letters from uh, Joyce's living room. The alphabet wall. Yeah, so that's cool. But I've never really understood the purpose of the Ouija board. Anyway, it's like okay, talk to the air, and <laughs> I don't know. Talk to the air. <laughs> Seems stupid to me. But if you if you're into that, go get you one. I'm not not judging. I'm just saying I've never. Seen the point of it. Uh, and then this one was really tempting for us, I think. Both of us wanted it, but it was like, ah, how many versions of this game do you need? And that is Stranger Things Monopoly. Mm-hmm. Your mom, I don't know I don't know if you and I, or you noticed it, when your mom and I were looking at it the other day, they have the the tokens. So it's like the binoculars and uh, the shoe. I don't remember what all the four, bino- uh, four pieces are, but maybe it wasn't the binoculars, maybe it was the camera. But anyway. There's like four of them that are kind of bronze looking. And then there's four of them that were silver looking. And your mom and I are like, that's kind of cheap. Give, you know, there's surely you come up with eight tokens, but then it says four of them are from the upside down. And it's the same four tokens from the right side up or whatever you want to call it. I always call it the right side up because I don't know what else to call it. So I guess that's kind of cool. So it's the regular tokens and then the upside down variations. Yeah, there's, there's a bike, a camera. It looks like a TV or a toaster. I can't really tell. It's a TV, yeah. And then a shoe. And then the upside down shoe, upside down bike, upside down camera, and upside down TV. So if you're looking for some Stranger Things goodies, toys, games, apparel, uh, and the season one DVD slash Blu-ray, go check them out at Target. Um, and if you want to see a picture of Addie wearing the sweatshirt that she got from Target. I look like an amazing model. You need to check it out. It, the, the photo, I got to tell you, I took some skills from Jonathan. He taught me some photography skills and I took a picture of you. You look great. And I tweeted it and I posted it on Facebook and you'll be putting it on our Instagram page by the time this episode airs. So by the time you're listening to this, it'll be on our Instagram page as well. Okay. Let's, I can put it on there right now. Okay. While you're doing that, I am going to talk about the Stranger Things app or start the discussion on this. This is a, a mobile app for iOS and for Android. This came out maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I don't know exactly when. It is so amazing. So I, I, I there's two modes. Okay. Gosh, I don't know where to start on this. Um, it's like all 8-bit looking from the 80s games that I grew up on except obviously it's on mobile, so it's touch game. 
and it, there's a hard mode and an easy mode. Now, the hard mode said something like, don't play this unless you're used to playing old school games that are just, you know, I don't remember how it's phrased, but basically, if you can't handle old school games, you can't handle hard mode. And so I was like, I grew up on old school games. I'm going straight into hard mode. And so that's where I started. Addie, what did you start with hard mode or easy mode? I started out on normal. Okay. Wuss. That's what it said. Like, that's what the preset was. Like, I didn't know how to change it. You just tap on it. Yeah. If if I tapped on it, it started the game. Did you need a 41-year-old man to show you how to use an app? No. Cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> so give me your thoughts on the game. I love it. It's amazing. Um, I have Finn Wolfhard's post notifications turned on for Instagram because I'm just that obsessive. So he, he posted about it on his Instagram. Of course, I knew about it immediately. Um, since I saw it. So I was like, oh, okay. So I was sitting in the middle of class. I go over to the app store and then it says my storage is full. So I delete like 20 apps, like <laughs> <laughs> like 12 videos and uh, like 100 pictures. And then it still says my storage is full. I'm like, come on, really? So then I delete a couple more stuff, uh, like a couple more things of my phone. And then finally it lets me download it. And then I start playing it in class. So yeah. It's, it's super fun. Um, I, you know, I don't want to spoil too much on the, on the game. If you haven't played it, go play it. You, the premise of the game is you're in Hawkins. You start out playing as Hopper and you get a notification that the kids are missing. And so throughout the game, there are different chapters and different dungeons associated with each chapter. And basically in each dungeon, you're rescuing someone. So as you rescue that character, then you can play as those characters. So you will unlock Lucas and Mike and Dustin and Mike. I said Mike, I meant Will and Eleven and Nancy. And it's it's amazing. Along the way, you'll collect gnomes, which you know, a lot of things are tying back in, like little throwaway lines, like the owls attacking people. The owls are the most irritating character, if you want to call them that. I hate them. The owls are so irritating. Uh, you collect gnomes, you get attacked by owls, you collect waffles, which is how you unlock 11. They're egos. Uh, they are egos. You're right. You got to get that... Um, product placement in there. <laughs> That's true. Um, you collect videotapes, and when you collect all the videotapes, then you can take them to the movie theater and watch an exclusive trailer for the new season. So that's pretty neat. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. I just found it to be so much fun. And then after you unlock 11, like for me, I did hard mode first and then I went back and did normal mode. But once you unlock 11, she stays with you. So I had her with me when I did normal mode, which made normal mode even easier because she's, she's awesome. Although there are times when most of the time 11's my favorite character to use. Otherwise, Nancy's my favorite character to use, especially after she gets the nail bat. She's amazing. What about you? Didn't she come with the nail bat? No, she came with regular bat, and then you upgrade to aluminum bat, and then you upgrade to nail bat. Oh, well, I haven't upgraded any of them. I haven't played the game in a while. I'm still I'm still in chapter whatever you are, whenever you get um, the one from the library. Okay. <laughs> I haven't played it in a couple of days. You need to step it up. I've already beat the game on normal mode and hard mode. 
okay, it's not my fault I'm lazy and get distracted. <laughs> You're right. That's somebody else's fault. Yeah, yours. You raised me. Yeah, well, tried to raise you better than that. Anything else you want to say about the app? I do like how it's like retro 8-bit. I like the, I love the music the in music it. music is really good, yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty lit. And I like whenever you collect something, it goes like da 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 Like, you know what I'm talking mm -hmm, about? Like whenever mm -hmm. you collect the key card, it, yep. it's pretty cool. There's a sewers dungeon in there. You have to go down to the sewers. And so you have to collect balloons. Yeah, in each dungeon, there's something you have to collect, and in the the sewers, it's balloons. Yeah, that that would have been really cool if um Finn or Mike was the one that you had to find in there, because that would have been like a shout out to it. Yeah, pretty much. It. I'm pretty sure it's a shout out as it is anyway. Yeah, well, and they're also collecting blue balloons, not just red ones. Yeah, it's like a it's a couple of balloons tied together, and there's a another character that is still unlocked. So I'm pretty sure that that means they're going to have new content coming. So if you're like me and have beat the game, because I thought, oh, maybe if I beat it both times, because you, you know, like I said, you keep L, maybe if I collect all the waffles in the normal version or, or whichever one I didn't beat the first time and go back to where you unlock L, maybe that'll be that other character. And it was not, it was just a cache of money, which was fine. So there's still another character after L that is unlocked in my game, even though I've beat both modes 100%. So I assume that means there's new content coming after Season 2 starts, which is pretty awesome. So go check it out. And it's free, and it's in the App Store, both Android and iOS. Okay, Addison, let's talk about the new trailer. When did this come out? The one from Comic-Con? No, the, the newest one. I don't know. I... I know I watched it the day it came out, but I forgot when it was exactly. I know. I should have written all this stuff down. I don't know when it came out. It's it's within, the, again, the last, they've done so much stuff here within the last couple of weeks, right before the new season drops. Let's talk about this, and we can talk about some of the things. If there's anything from the, the Comic-Con trailer that you want to mention, of course, we can talk about that one as well. What were your thoughts, though, on the newest trailer? Well... I was trying not to cry the whole time. I was like, my children, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I love the trailer so much. Like, it, season two looks so promising. Like, it would be really sad if they just took all the highlights and then just put that in there and everything else is going to be a disappointment. I really hope it's not like that. Yeah. it's That's the amazing thing. So, all of us, we were, we were eating dinner the other night and we were talking about Stranger Things and your mom hadn't seen either of the trailers. And so I pull up my phone. Normally when we're eating, it's like phones aren't allowed. Uh, you know, they can be in your pocket, but, you know, not out. And so I pull out my phone and I'm like, okay, we're just going to do, <laughs> do this. So do you remember which trailer we watched first? I think it was... It was the, the Comic-Con trailer. Yeah, because it had the Ghostbusters and the Thriller. The Thriller, yeah. I meant to start the other one and didn't realize until it was already playing. I'm like, well, that's okay. We'll just watch it. And your mom was just like, holy cow, that was so good. And I'm like, okay, well, you got to see the another one. So I, I then pulled up the most recent trailer and she loved that one too. And I'm like you, Addie. There's so much good stuff in it. It's like... Surely they're not showing us all the good stuff in these trailers because that would be a travesty. But if, if assuming they're not, season two just looks like it's a thousand times better than season one. And you would have thought like, that's not even possible. But exactly. It's so amazing looking. 
What are some of the things that you saw in the trailer that you thought were of note or have you asking questions or you can just tell us some of those things that, that kind of come to mind. Okay. Whenever in the first episode, when Will is running away from the Demogorgon and he like goes into his house, he locks the door and the Demogorgon, like the most intense part of this whole series. No, I'm just kidding. But like the, the, it's one of them. It's pretty intense. Yeah. Like this really intense scene where, where the 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 Demogorgon's like unlocking the door, yeah, and then in the trailer one eleven just does like does that. I'm pretty sure that's at um, Terry Ives' house because um, I went back and you can tell she's at Terry Ives' house because whenever she gets there, um, the door has like lace on it, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I tried so hard to like look inside the house, but all you could see was like the door and their faces. So, um, the trailer does give like a little more detail if that is Terry's house, but yeah, I, I think that's a possibility because, um, I've heard some rumors that Eleven's going to meet up with her dad. Oh, her dad. That's yeah. Interesting. Well, I, yeah, so I, I saw the same trailer obviously and didn't really think too much of it. I saw Eleven opening the door. And I thought, I just kind of thought, oh, that's probably the Wheeler's house. She's, you know, she's coming to meet Mike. And then you said, I think that was Terry Ives' house. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's an even better idea. So I did. I went back and compared, I think it was episode six where we saw Terry Ives' house. It was right after the Mm -hmm. scene where she steals the Eggos. And compared it to the trailer, I'm I'm 100% convinced, yes, you're, you're spot on. That is Terry Ives' house. So... She's going to meet mommy. I've already heard rumors that she's going to meet dad. Okay. Well, whatever. She's going to go to mommy's house. <laughs> I think you're, I think you're right on there. Um, one of the things that really struck me on the trailer is the CG looks really good. Now, you know, the CG was really good on, on season one. There was once or twice, I think you and I both were like, yeah, the CG, you could really tell. But most of the time we couldn't when? tell. Uh, it seems like something in the final episode or something, but for the most part, we couldn't tell. Like, even if you know it's CG, you really couldn't tell, which is when it's done right. But, you know, the scenes that we saw, the Tesla Hydra or whatever we end up calling the Beast from season two, looked so amazing to me. I just feel like they, they probably did get a bigger budget for season two, but it looks really amazing to me. I can't wait to see what it, what all they're able to pull off visually with the new season. Tell me something else that stuck out. That's like the main thing. and. I think this was the teaser trailer mm-hmm. or the San Diego one. In the trailer, you can see her like with her short hair mm-hmm. and she's in the school. Um, she like sticks out her hand from the upside down into the real world. Season two is supposed to take place a year after season one, or I guess a little less than a year because um, season one was November and this is Halloween. Yeah, season one ended right around Christmas, right? Yeah. So this was, yeah, right around Halloween, but basically a year later. Yeah, well, Eleven got into the upside down, yeah, pretty much like less than a year. So Yeah, that's um, true, because there was a, after she went to the upside down, it said a month later, and that's where we saw like Will and them sitting around at, at Christmas in the Atari under the tree and stuff like that. Yeah. So that would have been right around Thanksgiving then. Sorry, I'm just, I didn't really, I never really thought about all this, how it compares to season two. So... Yeah, Elle disappeared around Thanksgiving, and yeah. so this is Halloween, so 11 months later. 
Yeah, so I'm wondering how it took her <laughs> 11 months. I'm wondering how it took her 11 months to get from the upside down back into, um, or, okay, it's obvious she gets uh, back into the real world a couple minutes later because her hair is still short. The, okay, so like the, ca- not casting directors, but like the costume designers and stuff, like the people in charge of Millie's hair. I probably talked about this already, but they didn't want her to, or she didn't want to reshave her hair and they were, they didn't want to make her cause they already made her once. And yeah, that would, that would have been horrible. So, um, they used a mix of, um, a wig and like some effects to make her hair look, um, short again. Yeah. So it's obvious that for that one part, she got out of the upside down pr- pretty quickly, but still I'm wondering how it took her 11 months to get from the school in the upside down to her house or, or Terry's house. Yeah, Terry's yeah. house and the right setup. Cause, well, okay, I guess technically it isn't in Hawkins, Indiana. Cause whenever I re- rewatched that scene, they said that they were from Hawkins. So, um, I don't know, because unless she like walked there, but still, it wouldn't take eleven months. Yeah, so you're wondering what? Yeah, what has she been doing the whole time? Yeah, like she's been eating waffles out of Hopper's little lockbox. Well, still, I don't think it would take that long. No, but that's another that's another mystery too. Like, has Hopper known the entire time? Like, did he put waffles out there in hopes that she was back? They're or egos. Okay, egos are waffles. Product placement. <laughs> or, you know, so I, I'm sure we'll get those those questions answered, but they're good ones to be asking for sure. Um, you know, I noticed something in the trailer. So it shows Nancy and Jonathan going into somebody's house. It looks like somebody's house to me. And this person's been investigating. You see this on TV a lot where somebody's doing an investigation. And they've got like a bulletin board and all these things pinned up on it. And then there's string or yarn connecting all these different events and stuff like that. Which, okay, you figure, I figured he's investigating, you know, odd occurrences. We, and we knew there were more occurrences than just Barb and Will in season one. We, you know, the hunters that were missing. And this, there were a couple of other people that went missing. And they said there were six. And yeah, and we were like, we don't know who the others are. Um, so this person's probably been paying attention to that. But then I noticed off to the, the left-hand side of the screen, it said, it had like a timeline. There were a bunch of postcards, not postcards, but index cards. And it had a timeline and the timeline was very specific to Barb's disappearance. Like when she went to school, when she picked up Nancy, when they parked on the side of the road, when they arrived at Steve Harrington's house and so forth. And it wasn't, it wasn't Nancy because it said picked up Nancy. So, and there were some pictures off it, I think were Barb, but I couldn't quite tell because it was fading out. So I'm wondering if this is, it was a man with a beard. So I'm wondering if it's maybe Barb's dad that we're going to meet who's trying to figure out what happened to his daughter. He's not satisfied with the, cause they never found her body. They found her car at the bus station. So uh, anyway, I just thought that scene was really interesting. And who is that character and what will he have discovered in if the investigation? If that's not her dad, that would be really creepy. Well, not necessarily. It could be someone who understands there's a bigger picture. There's more going on. There's, there's these disappearances and they're all tied and maybe maybe he's an uh used to work at the lab and he he knows things that most people don't know and so who, who knows i don't think he's a stalker i just think he's somebody who knows things from investigating those drawings um will's drawings yeah i yeah. always called him noah but 
well, same same person. But yeah, Will's drawings, those were creepy. Like, it's like something was controlling him. Yeah. What do you make of him? What is it? What are they? The Thessal Hydra. I mean, he was drawing parts of the Thessal Hydra. It did look that way, but it also was like crazy big. Like it was, I don't. It's like it was in the room. That was like the shadow of it or something. I don't know. That's Ooh, what I like kinda, that idea. That's what, I just came up with that, but that's what it kind of reminds me of. <laughs> I had an idea that, because and the reason I came up with this idea is as you're watching the trailer, you see him doing that and then he's talking and while he's still talking, the scene shifts to a different scene and we see, I think, Will and Dustin looking in a tunnel. And so I was wondering if maybe those drawings are actually like a map of all these underground tunnels and they end up realizing at some point that they're a map and they follow those to find the Thessal Hydra's lair or something like that. I don't think it's a coincidence that, you know, in that Comic-Con trailer, what game were they playing? Dragon's Lair. And so I think that they're going to find their way to the lair of a dragon, a.k.a. the Thessal Hydra or whatever they're going with this season. Like we're assuming it's the Thessal Hydra based on one of the final scenes from season one, right? So anyway, I, I'm wondering if those drawings end up being a map to the to the dragon's lair. Maybe. Can't disprove any theory. Watch you be wrong. <laughs> Probably. I normally am pretty terrible at this sort of thing. I know. I love it. <laughs> okay. Um, two more observations on the, and these are kind of bordering on predictions on some of these things, but we've got some other predictions we're going to throw at you here before too long. Nancy says to Jonathan, don't you think it's weird how we always seem to hang out when the world's about to end? You mean twice? Yeah. So because of the relationship they had near the end of the world in season one, a lot of people, you included, and I think me included, were wanting Nancy to shun Steve and end up with Jonathan. That's just because I hate Steve so much. What? You've never voiced that opinion before. I know. It's just... I've kept it to it, myself. You bottled up inside, yeah. <laughs> My hatred for him must must be shown. Just said, I don't know. I mean, they're at least teasing in the in the trailer the possibility of uh, there being more with the two of them this season. A um, couple of other things. I know I said there was a couple, then I realized I have more on the other page. Uh, you see Steve in the Upside Down smashing something with the bat. Should be himself. Why would you smash yourself with a bat? Because he's Steve. I literally put that as a note. <laughs> I put, uh, should be himself, lol. Yeah. And then we see someone, I couldn't tell if they were tying a bandana on, you know, like Lucas had the bandana, or if it was a blindfold. Could you tell? It looked like it was Steve, so it was probably a bandana because his hair is so big. Yeah. It definitely had big hair, but it looked like it was curlier than Steve's. And I know Steve's has kind of got some he wave He could have curled his hair. But I wondered if it wasn't Elle, because her hair is really curly when we see it. That's true. But it, but hers didn't look as poofy, but I don't know. I don't know. And if it is a blindfold, then maybe Eleven makes more sense. Cause maybe, you know, she, it's like a sensory deprivation thing. You take out her sight and she can see things or something. I want to know how Eleven's hair looks that great after not washing it for a whole year. <laughs> Only a girl would come up with that. Okay. Last observation I have is there is something and, okay, they're inside. It looks like Joyce's house to me. I'm not quite sure, but 
everyone is there. It looks like Jonathan and Nancy and Steve and the boys and I think Eleven is there. Uh, the new girl, Max, is there and uh, Joyce is there. Uh, Hopper is there. And they all have, I don't want to say all of them, but I would say 75% of them have some sort of weapon, a bat, a gun, or or the wrist rocket. And they are all pointing at something. I don't know. I saw that. I'm like, wow, what is that? What All of them together and all of them pointing a weapon at something. What is it? Because when we see the Hydra, the Tesla Hydra, it looks massively big, right? So like what, what would they be? Any, any theories on what they could be pointing their weapons at? I have no idea. I don't either. Hopefully Steve. It might be Steve. I don't know. That was a big mystery for me. Okay. So that's, uh, that's the new trailer. It looks amazing. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's on YouTube, of course. I really hope that Max doesn't interfere with Mike and Eleven's relationship. Well, let's talk about her. Let's talk about the new characters. Max is one of them. Uh, do you know anything about her name? The actress name is Sadie, Sadie Sink, Sink, and she plays Max. Do you know? It looks like from the trailer, we see her walk into a, a classroom like everyone's already seated. That's typically, oh, we've got a new student today, class, and then the new student comes tromping in, and all the boys kind of look her way, which I think is why you said she may not. I know. Some, yeah. I really hope she doesn't interfere, especially. I mean, okay, she can interfere with Lucas because I don't really like Lucas that much. I mean, Lucas he, is awesome. Luke, yeah, Lucas is okay. He used to be my least favorite character, and then I rewatched the series, and I was like, <laughs> no, it's Steve. Okay, so do you know anything about her character at all? She has red hair. Yes, she does. Okay. She's okay. I guess she's like supposed to be like the bad girl type or something. Like I don't know because she she walks in and then she like gives the boys a dirty look, kind of like whenever she sits down, she like looks at them and she's mm-hmm. just I don't know. She could just be tired or something because that's how I look at everyone. But um, <laughs> well, she's the new kid and she maybe she doesn't want maybe she moved against her will or so, who knows. Yeah, and then she likes uh, like slumps down in her seat. Like yeah. she doesn't look happy. No. Yeah. yeah. There's another new character, which I don't recall seeing in the trailers yet, but I could have seen him and not realized it. Uh, His name is uh, Dacre Montgomery. Do you know anything about him or his character? Well, I think he plays Billy. I think that's supposed to be um, Max's older brother. Okay. Okay. And then, of course, this one's really cool. I found out about this one when, gosh, way back in like June or May. Because there was, we were trying to figure out, will Stranger Things be at Comic-Con? I was like searching blogs and stuff every other day, it seemed, just trying to figure out when when they were going to make the announcement. Because it's like, come on, you know they're going to be there. Anyway, I found this uh, entry that said, yeah, a Stranger Things actor is going to be at uh, Comic-Con. I'm like, oh, cool, which one? And it said, Sean Astin. And I'm like, how did I miss him? And I don't, maybe I hadn't seen all the episodes yet. And so I thought, oh man, I got spoiled on that. No, he's in season two, Sean Astin, which is really cool because we've talked about the Goonies and how this has a Goonies feel to it. Sean Astin was one of the main, arguably the main actor in the Goonies. And so who did he play? He was Mikey, like the, the main, the younger brother of the, the kid who was always like lifting weights and stuff. The kid who really pushed them to search for a one-eyed Willie and stuff like that. That was Sean Astin. Hold on. I'm Googling this. Oh, this kid. Mm-hmm. Wait, who's the one that was speaking Spanish and telling <laughs> everything wrong? Oh, <laughs> that was uh, uh, Corey Feldman's character. 
<laughs> yeah, he's awesome. So Sean is going to be in Stranger Things season two, and we see him in the trailer. He he plays a character named Bob Newby. It looks like he probably plays some sort of doctor or nurse or something from. I think it's like a psychiatric hospital where Will is being evaluated, but I guess we'll find out. I haven't really. I try to stay spoiler free on this stuff, so I'm just pure conjecture on my part. But he's wearing um, scrubs like a doctor would wear, and I think it's the same hospital where Will is at. So that's what leads me to believe it's a it's a, a psychiatric hospital. All right. Any other news you want to talk about before we move on to some uh, feedback and things like that? I don't know what news. Okay. I've got a couple of items. One is uh, relating to our podcast. Uh, so the format we did in season one was Addie had already seen the entire season numerous times. I was watching each episode one at a time, and then we would record a podcast episode. And we talked a lot about this and asked you for your opinions. Uh, the opinions ranged from both of you hold back and watch it and record an episode of a time. Uh, both of you binge it. Uh, somebody, I think it was Jeff, suggested that I binge it and Addie, you hold back and only watch an episode at a time. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> and then uh, some folks said, no, maintain the the same uh, format that you did in season one. So Addie and I had a meeting last weekend, actually, and here's what we decided. Addie is going to be able to binge the whole season. She just dabbed. No, I didn't. <laughs> but only one time. So she can only watch the whole season one time, and then we are still going to record an episode of our podcast each week. And the week leading up to that respective podcast episode, we will both be able to watch that episode or anything prior to it as many times as we want. So for next, and we'll be recording our podcasts every Saturday. So uh, our first episode will be recorded, our first, you know, episode about the season two will be recorded uh, the 28th of October. And so you'll have until 3 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday, each Saturday, to send in your feedback uh, for that week's episode. Just like in season one, you can send in for your feedback for any episode because we understand you can binge it, even though I'm not binging it. Uh, just make sure you label it what episode it's for so that we can, you know, slot it in accordingly. And uh, we're only going to, like, if you say this is for episode six, then we'll wait until we record episode six before we play that feedback. So uh, bear that in mind. So just to recap, we're going to record our episodes every Saturday. You have until 3 p.m. Eastern time every Saturday to send in your feedback. Uh, season two, episode one will be uh, October 28th. Season two, episode two will be November 4th. Season two, episode three will be November 11th. So on and so forth until we finish the season, which I think will be either the last Saturday in December or the last or the first Saturday in January. That's our schedule. Yeah, and uh, one more thing. I also remembered our Instagram password, so I'll be posting on there again. Yeah, so let's give our social media and our contact information. Our Instagram is Stranger Things GSM, and um, while you're at it, you should go follow us on Twitter, which is Upside Down GSM, and then you should also uh, join our Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash groups slash Stranger Things GSM, and um, our website is <laughs> goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback and our phone number 
is 304-837-2278. It'll go straight to voicemail and you can just leave a message. Okay. Before we move on, nice job on the uh, contact and social media stuff, by the way. Thanks. Before we move on, I thought it might be fun to play a little game, Addison. I thought it might be fun to take a look at 1984 because season two takes place in 1984. We see that prominently in the trailer. And so what was going on in 1984? I don't know. I wasn't alive. 1984 is a really important year for me because like, as we saw in the trailer, there's some signs that said Reagan and Bush. That was Bush Sr. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's um, probably like, I thought it was like Ronald Reagan and Bush. Senior. Wait, George Herbert Walker Bush. H.W. Wait, Ronald Reagan was like the other person? So Ronald Reagan was the president. He was first elected in 1980, and then he was reelected in 1984. But the election, you know, it was taking place the first Tuesday uh, in November, right? So this is around Halloween. So this was like right before the election, timeline speaking, right? So, of course, there would have been yard signs and all that stuff everywhere, just like we get nowadays, probably even worse nowadays. But, but yeah, so... Reagan Bush was the Republican ticket in 1984. Uh, so that's, that's when this movie or this season's taking place. Here are movies that came out in 1984. Okay. And I want you to tell me if you've seen this movie. If not, have you heard of the movie? Okay. Okay. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I think I've seen it. You've seen it. Gremlins. Seen it. Karate Kid. Seen it. Footloose. Heard of it. Okay. Ghostbusters. Heard of it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be watching it before season two starts. Uh, Red Dawn. Never heard of it. Okay. Red Dawn is, is actually quite good. And uh, a lot of people were in that movie who would go on to be megastars. Uh, so that was... Finn Wolfhard was in it? Nice. No. Uh, the Terminator. Uh, I don't know. I don't think you've seen it. You've definitely heard, it, heard of it, but I don't think you've seen that one. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Is that the one with Freddy Cougar? Yes. <laughs> Cougar. Kruger. Cougar. Okay, whatever. Um, I've seen clips of it. Okay. I haven't actually seen the whole thing. It was pretty scary. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop? Beverly Hills Chihuahua? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Lord help me. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop. I think I've heard of it. Okay. Police Academy? Might have heard of it. I don't know. Okay. I've mentioned that movie. You might have heard me talk about it. The Never Ending Story. Seen it. Yep. With that weird doggo. <laughs> yeah, the flying dog. 16 Candles. Never heard of it. And Romancing the Stone. That sounds really dumb. Yeah. I've never heard of it. <laughs> Romancing the Stone is really important because uh, without Romancing the Stone, uh, Back to the Future would not exist. Ugh, if only Romancing the Stone didn't exist. So that's crazy. You know, if you're my age, those, that's an amazing list of movies that all came out in 1984. And since season two is set near the end of the year, you know, we could see references and shout outs, callbacks or whatever to any of those in, in other movies as well. Popular television shows from 1984. These are the shows that were popular. Dukes of Hazard. I heard of it. Okay. Magnum P.I.? Never heard of it. They're actually rebooting that. Clint was in a couple of episodes of Magnum P.I. when he was a kid because they, they filmed it in Hawaii and his dad was stationed in Hawaii. And I don't know that how, how it worked out, but anyway, he was in Magnum P.I. Uh, that's incredible. Never heard of it. Hill Street Blues. 
Never heard of it. Yeah, it's a cop show. The Fall Guy. Never heard of it. I could like, I could do, I could still sing like the whole theme song to The Fall Guy. Do it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. Do it. I'm not going to. <laughs> Cheers. Never heard of it. What? Oh my gosh. Okay. Family Ties. Family Ties? Mm-hmm. I know you've heard of it. You may not remember us talking about it. That's the f- show that Michael J. Fox was on while he was filming Back to the Future. I can't, I don't, I don't know. I know I've heard of Family Matters, but. Yeah. <laughs> Different show for sure. We used to watch that show all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if I've heard of that one or not. Okay. I might have. Knight Rider? Don't think I've heard of it. Oh, man. Silver Spoons? No. No, I don't think so. The A-Team. That Ed Sheeran song? Oh my gosh. The Cosby Show. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. <laughs> okay. Night Court? Oh, and by, uh, I've heard of that. I've, I've seen it. Uh, Night Court? I've never heard of it. Yeah, we used to watch that every week. Miami Vice? No. So Miami Vice uh, was really popular and it had a guy named Don Johnson and, and Hibbs and Crockett were the two there was a police, sh- they were, they were like detectives. So they got to wear plain clothes. They weren't cops. I mean, they would wear like cop uniforms and it was so popular. Like they were setting fashion trends and it was like a blazer type of suit coat with like a bright colored t-shirt. And so that was the fashion. Like there, I can remember going to Walmart with my mom and my brother to get my picture taken at the Walmart photo studio. And that's what my brother, so my mom was like, okay, you guys, we're going to get your picture taken. We, you know, you get to pick out a new outfit, which was really special. Cause we, we didn't have a lot of money. We, you know, we didn't get new clothes very often. And both Nathan and I, uh, elected to get an outfit that looked like the Miami, you know, the suit coat with the bright shirt. Oh, that sounds like a regrettable decision. It, it, that's, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. I think, Next time you're at Gma's house, uh, look through the photos because I think she still has that sitting on her uh, TV stand. Oh, well, that's that unfortunate. Picture. Yeah, it's still out there in the world. <laughs> that sounds like something I should post on our, <laughs> our, on our Instagram. <laughs> and the last TV show, uh, V. They redid V a few years ago. So if you've heard of V, I'm guessing it would be the modern one. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Okay. Saturday morning TV shows. Now, this was my, this was my life. You have a life? I did when I was your age. Uh, Transformers? Yeah, I've heard of that. Yep. Fraggle Rock. I don't think so. My gosh, <laughs> you need to find yourself some Fraggle Rock. That show was it. That sounds like drugs. It was like, it was mu- like Muppet Puppet type of things. And they lived underground and they were these crazy dancing, oh, hairy little things. Wait, I think I have heard of that. Yeah. I think I've seen a couple episodes. It's it's I'm serious. It's right up your alley. You would love it. Um, would I? Yeah, Inspector Gadget. I've, yeah, I think I've seen a couple episodes. Voltron. I might have heard of it. Yeah, I know your brother has because he and I were at this retro. There's a there's a toy store in town that has all kinds of retro stuff. When I was a kid, Rocket Fizz. Uh, no, 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 no. It's it's. Um, I can't think of what it's called. It's down by the fairgrounds. And he and and I were in there one day and they had Voltron and I spazzed out. They had the whole set of Voltron in the box. Anyway, it was a cartoon, but it's also obviously toys. Uh, Dragon's Lair. I know you've heard of the video game. There was a a cartoon to go along with it. Snorks. Snorks. They had these little snorkel things. They're like like, these little round things and had a little snorkel thing coming out of the top of their head. They were called snorks. 
Nope. Okay. Teletubbies? No, <laughs> no. And then Dungeons and Dragons. I know you've heard of the game of that. There was a cartoon as well. All right. Things that happened in pop culture in 1984. Uh, Apple, this one, you can't not talk about this one. Apple computers, they released their famous ad 1984 and launched the Macintosh computer line. You mean those really slow things that like. Well, at the time it was revolutionary and you should be grateful for that because you're sitting over there typing and looking at notes on your MacBook Pro over there. So this one was this again. This is so much my childhood. Hulk Hogan. You know who that is? Who? Hulk Hogan. A wrestler, professional wrestler. You mean John Cena? (laughs) Yes, that's what I mean. Uh, he defeated the Iron Sheik, which I know you don't know who the Iron Sheik is. I don't know who either of those people are. To win the first World Wrestling Federation. It was called WWF back then. Now it's WWE. Uh, what, to, is, what did they change the last letter? Because they got into a lawsuit with the World's Wildlife Foundation or something like that. They had WWF first, and so they had to change it at some point to WWE. What does the E stand for? Entertainment. What does the F stand for? Uh, Federation. Okay. Yeah. But we used to, we used to go to these things, you know, they still have them. You can go to the WWE events and stuff when they come to town. We used to go and watch them when they would come to Oklahoma city. And I saw Hulk Hogan wrestle and Iron Sheik wrestle in person. We had the little toys you could play with and they had these thumb, you could put them on your thumbs instead of doing thumb wrestling with your thumbs. It was thumb wrestling with the, with the little figurines. Uh, That sounds so lame. (laughs) Hey, it was the eighties. It was the best we had. Okay. Michael Jackson's hair. Catches on fire while filming a Pepsi commercial. Do you remember? I know you don't remember it happening, but have you ever heard of that happening? No. Are you aware that that happened at all? I remember the Pepsi commercial, but I don't remember it Well, it's a different fire. Pepsi commercial than you're thinking of. Uh, the one I mentioned in our opening, we actually stood on that street when we went to Los Angeles last year uh, on the Warner Brothers set where they filmed that commercial, but it was a different Pepsi commercial. He was, it was like a, on stage and these pyrotechnics went off and one of them landed in his hair and his hair caught fire and he was seriously injured from that. So that happened in 1984. This is good. <laughs> I feel so old doing this. Sony and Philips introduced the first CD players. <laughs> yeah. Like no one uses CDs anymore. Uh, anyway, uh, Wendy's, this was really popular back in the day. Wendy's had, uh, their slogan was called, where's the beef? And they had this little old lady and anyway, where's Mom? the beef was a thing. <laughs> no. Okay. Do you know what the space shuttle is? The thing that NASA launched? Yes. Do you remember ever seeing a shuttle launch or anything like that? Cause they've retired shuttle, the sh- all the shuttle programs are retired now. Do you have any memory of the shuttles at all? Wasn't there one in 2011 that launched? I don't know when the last one was. I mean, it might might have been around that time. Because it hasn't been that long. It's been a little while now, but not like... It's been within your lifetime and even within your memorable lifetime that they discontinued the shuttle program. But anyway, in 1984, the space shuttle Discovery made its maiden voyage. Uh, we talked a little bit about the presidential election. On November 6th, Ronald Reagan defeated Walter Mondale with 59% of the popular vote which was the highest since Richard Nixon's 61% victory in 1972. That 1984 election is the very first presidential election election that I can remember. I was alive for the 
76 one, I guess, but I would have been like six months old. So obviously I don't remember that. I would have been four years old for the 1980 election, but I don't remember that either. But the 1984, I do. It's the first one I remember. How old were you? Well, I would have been eight. Yeah. And lastly, pop culture events. Michael Jordan is picked in round one of the NBA draft by the Chicago Bulls. Isn't he like retired? Yeah, that's exactly right. Been retired for a long time. Popular songs, When Doves Cry by Prince. You've heard of Prince? I've heard of Prince. I don't think I've heard that song. Yeah. Uh, Jump by Van Halen. I might have heard of that. The Heart of Rock and Roll by Huey Lewis and the News. You'll have to play these. I don't, I can't just do song titles. Okay. Uh, Sister Christian by Night Ranger. I, I don't know. Purple Rain by Prince. I've definitely heard of that one. Yeah. Uh, Eyes Without a Face by Billy Idol. I don't know. It's a song about the Demogorgon. Oh, wait, that's Face Without Eyes. Uh, Thriller by Michael Jackson. I don't think I've ever heard of that. You shut it. And then Round and Round by Rat. I actually owned that CD. Or cassette, probably back in those days. Um, okay, most popular Christmas toys that year. So these are things we could see in the show. Cabbage Patch Kids. I remember mom wanted one of those. <laughs> yeah, your mom has a fantastic Cabbage Patch Kids story. Trivial Pursuit, we actually own a, a version of that. Again, Transformers, G.I. Joe. I've heard of those. Okay. And Masters of the Universe, which is He-Man. We talked about that actually during season one. So there you go. I don't know if that's interesting to you guys. I thought it might be fun to go through there. Take a look at 1984 and what we might be seeing referenced throughout season two. I'm going to start feedback and Addie will be back with a fresh glass of milk. So we got some listener feedback. Some of these are are general feedbacks and some of these are, we're going to get to predictions here as well. So this one came in from Christopher and he says, the San Diego Comic-Con trailer was so perfect. There are hardly words to describe it. It screamed 1984. I should know. I turned 11 that year and it took me right back to my childhood. The period details are exquisite. 1984 was a year when the decade was just coming into its own colorful outfits, crazy hair, and other 80s tropes hadn't yet defined the decade. There was still a huge holdover in style and dress and cars and architecture rooted in the 1970s that's still there in the show. This is as genuine a period piece I have lived through as I can recall. The trailer shows they didn't succumb to the temptation to go 1980s overboard. Bravo, Stranger Things. I don't know what they paid in licensing fees to use Thriller, and in particular the opening monologue by Vincent Price, but I'm betting it will be worth every penny. No song captured that year and the fun side of Halloween better. The pace and buildup of peril, curiosity, and intensity through the scene cuts made for a perfect trailer. It gave me goosebumps. I don't think they could do better, but part of me got an even bigger thrill out of the final Friday the 13th trailer. They nailed the pacing again, and the music, though subtle at first, really took over and blasted emotion from scene to scene of horror and dread. I gotta admit, the Avengers assemble pan around the group armed to the teeth and ready for anything is my favorite moment from both trailers. 
Needless to say, I haven't been this pumped for a returning series years. Uh, Christopher, I am right there with you on everything you just mentioned. Obviously, I just talked about the 80s and all that stuff and what I remember from my childhood. They nailed it. We talked about the trailers and how those just built suspense for us. We enjoyed watching them as a family. And, you know, the last time I was just pumped for a series fringe and and lost i mean those are the two shows that uh have really got me excited and and this shows is right up there uh, on a different in a different way right i mean we've talked about how this show has some parallels or some similarities to uh, fringe in particular but i'm right there with you i could not be more excited and uh, of course Addie, as you said earlier we are less than a week away for uh, season 2 why don't you uh, take the next one So this one is from the 108th Sage, and it reads, Hello, longtime first-timer here, but just saying, I'm a huge fan of your podcast and this podcast format in general. I've heard some pretty great father-daughter podcasts like Avengers Inspirations and the Short Box Showcase, both of which come highly recommended. And now I have another great podcast to add to the list. As you might imagine... I'm also a pretty huge fan of Stranger Things, It, and Legion, Leg Ion. (laughs) (laughs) Not that again. (laughs) Are tied for my favorite new sci-fi from the past year or so. And was originally going to use listening to your coverage refresh my memory before season two dropped in mid-October. But then I showed my brother the first four episodes over a three-day period. And then found I had to marathon the rest of the show ASAP when I got back home from that trip. And I'm very glad I did because I picked up on so much stuff because I'd listened to your coverage before the rewatch. On the subject of season two, I'm pretty much the only one of my local friends that isn't disappointed that the show isn't doing an anthology approach like American Horror Story, True Detective, Fargo, etc. But personally, I'm very glad we get to keep exploring the ramifications of the upside down, how exactly it is shaped by what happens in our world and vice versa. Stay strange. (laughs) 108. He stole my outro. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you have, I don't think you have it copyrighted, so. I'm going to change it to stay strange, TM. Mm. All right. Well, thank you, 108. Uh, I like the, uh, the name. Uh, let's move into some of our hopes and predictions. We've got ours in here. We've got some of yours uh, in there as well. And of course, we kind of mentioned some of ours when we were talking about the trailer earlier. Addie, I'm a little disappointed you just have one hope slash prediction. Is well, this a hope or a prediction? <laughs> it's a hope. Okay. <laughs> Nancy and Steve will break up. <laughs> no shocker. Oh, Steve dies. <laughs> okay. Is that a hope or a prediction? Hope. Okay. (laughs) So now you've got two in there. All right. I have a a three and a half or four and a half. Uh, Prediction number one. These are predictions. Steve will die. And I'm, I'm basing that on in the trailer, like we see Steve really stepping up and playing hero and front and center with the group. And at the same time, we see that little hint of Jonathan and 
Nancy, you know, isn't it funny how we always come together when the world is ending? And I don't know. Someone has to die. Like Barb died in season one. I think somebody has to die in season two. We have a prediction from one of our other listeners that I think is a decent prediction, even though I hate it. I think Steve will die. And I don't know that he'll be the only one, but I think Steve will die. It's not really a prediction of mine, but mm-hmm. I just hope he dies because I don't like him. Another okay. one I have, um, I, because, okay, I didn't add that much to this because I figured I added a lot of things to my predictions of the last episode of season one, uh, the eighth one. I don't remember what those were. No one else does either. <clears throat> Let me just pull up a new tab. So rereading some of my predictions that I used um, in episode eight of season one of our podcast, I'm just going to reread them. So Dr. Brenner isn't actually dead. And I guess I could just touch up on it to see if I still agree with it or not based on the new trailers. I guess I could still agree with that because it doesn't really show anything about him okay. so yeah i think i still say he's dead i think he's alive okay um okay i said will is different than he was before well obviously i think i think he i think he is i think he could possibly have powers or maybe be like evil or something because he keeps he has like these visions like mm-hmm He's probably, he's traumatized from it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Eleven isn't dead, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. I, um, well, before you move on to that, I my prediction on Will is that he will rise to power. Like, so he'll, yeah, he does have powers. He'll struggle with what's going on and then he'll realize he has power and then he'll figure out how to use them like at the end of the season. And it may be in time to like help them overcome the beast of the season. I'm not real sure about that. It sounds like Elsa. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but in season three, Will and Elle will need their combined powers. They're going to be like super friends. And they're going <laughs> to... Super friends. Yeah, that's right. And they're going to combine their powers. But that won't be... It might be at the end of season two, but I'm going to go with that's going to that's gonna be a season three thing. Okay. The Thessal Hydra is a new Demogorgon. Well... I don't know if it's actually called the Thessal Hydra, but... Yeah, we don't know what else to call it yet. Yeah, so. it's obviously the monster. Yeah. Um, and then I just have Lost Night, Proud Princess, and Weird Flowers in the Cave. I don't even know what those things are. I've never played D&D. Um, and then one more thing. Did they keep Will's grave or take it down since he's not really dead? Oh, yeah. I forgot you <laughs> talk about that. I still don't know the answer to that. Please, yeah. someone answer me. <laughs> okay. I have a prediction that Elle will awaken her mom. What I mean by that is when we saw Terry, she was kind of, she was out of it. Yeah. There's a word that's not coming to me. Catatonic is the word. And so Elle will be able to help her be normal again. And then my final prediction is that, you know, season one, it ended with a tease I wouldn't call it a cliffhanger, right? It kind of resolved. And then you had the tease of Hopper putting the egos in the box and, you know, the things like that. Um, I think that season two is going to end action a big cliffhanger. Like it won't have a happy resolve. They may even kill the Thessala Hydra, but it will not have a tease. It will, it will have a big cliffhanger. Like you can't do this to me type of ending. 
they better not. <laughs> and then we're going to have to wait a year. Just like that. I did. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what the listeners had to say. This first one came in from Jeff Gentry. He said, I would love to see one or two of the other test subjects before 11 and see what their lives are like. That would be neat. Yeah, but are they... Yeah, I just want to see if they're human because um, 11 looks like she's the only kid there. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if she's the only human, but... I wonder if they're even still alive. That's a good point. Yeah. Jeff Childs commented on that and said, there's a new girl in some of the trailers and he thinks that she is a possibility. So Max, he thinks Max is a possibility to be maybe one of those experimented children. Yeah. But if if she did, um, it looks like she's pretty normal. So she probably would have gotten out a lot earlier than 11 did. Yeah. Which makes 11, like if that's true, then that makes 11 look a lot um it makes Max look a lot better than Eleven since she all, she got out earlier. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe she was like maybe it was like a jailbreak or, um, or like she was kidnapped out of it or I don't know. Okay. And then Linda says, "I hope Eleven can let her hair grow." That's um, true based on the trailer. Her hair is long. Yeah, well, longer. I mean, you was like nothing compared to yours as an example. But <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I've been growing mine out since fourth grade. So. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I love her hair, how how curly it is naturally. So uh, that'll be a nice, nice look for her this season. I think she got a perm though, because or Millie did, because it was on um, her Snapchat story. Mm-hmm. And in one of the, in the entertainment magazine, uh, her hair was um, like really curly. Yeah. So um, on her Snapchat story, like she had her face blocked out, like uh, she put a sticker over her face and then it was revealed that night at some award show. I forgot which one it was, but yeah, I guess she didn't want it to be a spoiler or maybe she was just embarrassed. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Jeff Childs. I want to read this one. Uh, oh, okay. Take it. So Jeff Child says, Steve gets dumped. Smiley face. <laughs> and Bianca says that Will gets some regular story stuff, not just plagued by the upside down. I would love to see that. And my favorite child, Colby, says... <laughs> he, he was expecting me to read this one. I know, so that's I why I'm say, ruining yeah. it. <laughs> this is obviously Addie's brother. Get wrecked, baby brother. My favorite <laughs> child, Colby, he says, I have a theory about Will. I think that he will turn into the Demogorgon later in the series... Um, the Demogorgon had to come from somewhere, right? I think some time ago, someone found the Upside Down through a gate, stayed a little bit too long in there. And then when they finally got out, they were seeing glimpses of the Upside Down like Will. In episode eight, we saw Will spit something into the sink. And I think that there will be more f- from where that came from. Maybe it's a Demogorgon egg and it'll hatch inside of Will. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> or take over his body. What do you think? I also have a second theory about Dustin. <sighs> Colby? In the trailer, we see Dustin playing Dragon's Lair. While he's playing, we see him die in the game. I think that this foreshadows that Dustin is going to die. When the boys were playing Dungeons and Dragons, Will got taken by the Demogorgon. He rolled a seven and he was in the upside down for seven days. So I think there. There's some significance in his death in the arcade game, especially since because they showed it in the trailer. 
<laughs> well, Colby, I think you're wrong. Um, I hope you're wrong. Yeah, so we, we have our little showcase of pop characters on the round table in here. And um, every time he comes in here, he takes my Dustin character that I bought with my own money. And he he thinks he, he has the audacity to turn it upside down. Like, Colby, what do you think you're doing with your life? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's wrong, but I think he makes a great point. I don't. I, I don't. And I also hope he's wrong. Yeah. Just because I want Colby to be wrong. Oh, I, I, want, I want Dustin to live. That's why I hope he's Me wrong. Me too. Dustin's my favorite character. Okay. Well, from one Colby to another, this is Colby Murray. And uh, Colby says, Barb somehow comes back as a monster and Steve becomes more of a likable character. Also, one of the main characters, whether Eleven, Will, Hopper, etc., dies before or on the final episode. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, I totally agree that Steve's going to become a more likable character. Whether or not you will like him, Addy, or not, you know, I I don't think that'll happen just because I don't think you're willing to give Steve a fair shake. Because even at the end of last season, he was starting to, you know, the last couple of episodes, no, he, he wasn't. started to redeem himself a little no, bit. No, he wasn't. Exactly. So you're not willing to give him that credit. So, uh, but yeah, and I th- also think that's maybe why, not why he will die, but he, you know, we've seen this, we see this, we saw a lot in Lost. Like you would hate a character and then they would redeem themselves and then they're dead. So cool. I could, I could see that happening to Steve as well. Well, that's a good idea. Barb could be the Thessal Hydra, or in quotations, Thessal Hydra. Mm-hmm. Um, like that, that could be her because there was um, there was one point in the trailer where Will says, "It's not after me; it's after everybody else," or something along the lines of that. And so it could, like, she could just be trying to get revenge on everybody else since, like, nobody cared enough about her to like try to save her, like, especially, like, Nancy and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That That's a good idea. Yeah, um, interesting. I mean, I don't really think it's true, but it's a possibility for sure. I mean, the show's literally called Stranger Things. So, um, <laughs> uh, if, it, if it was, it makes sense why it wouldn't be going after Will, because he's already experienced it. He already knows what it's like. He got out of it. Okay, good job. I'm going to go after everybody else now, so they know how it feels. And... The other dead characters, maybe they have something to do with it. Maybe they're like helping her. I don't know. That that seems like a. I think it's possible. I don't think it's actually it, but I think I think it's possible. Yeah. Okay. So you think it's li- it's it's possible, but not likely. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Okay, and this one's from Christopher. One, one of our characters we love will die, like Eleven last year end of series with their fate assumed dead or lost Two, someone within our group will betray the others i don't know who or why i just feel it coming the obvious choice is will but i think it'll be someone else i think it is will like i i i think it's definitely going to be will if if anyone else and then three a small outbreak of the upside down affected only Hawkins in season one, making it relatively easy for the powers that be to cover it up. This time around, they won't be able to hide the effects from the larger world so easily. The ripple effect is going to spread. Uh, word is going to get out. I like that. That's an interesting idea. I hadn't really even considered that, but it certainly seems in the trailer that, yeah, the upside down is getting bigger and spreading. So 
that would seem logical. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I don't know. It also kind of seems like it was um, not like, I don't know, like portals to the upside down were closing. Because um, when Joyce saw Will through the wall, like the portal was getting smaller. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, they did close up a lot. So I don't know. I guess we'll find out in less than a week. all right and the last one this one came from twitter from limit not exist and they said i think hopper is going to die if there is a death in stranger things season two i hope it's steve hopper i i hope not Uh, i guess i guess you hop or not (laughs) get it instead of hope please cut that out i'm gonna leave that in that was pretty terrible (laughs) no seriously cut that out (laughs) All right. Thank you to everybody who sent in your thoughts and predictions and feedback. Again, uh, if you want to send in your feedback each week, the uh, the deadline is 3 p.m. Eastern each Saturday. And you can do that by going over to goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback, or you can call the voice feedback line, which is 304-837-2278. A lot of you guys left your feedback via social media, and that's cool too. So you can uh, join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Stranger Things GSM. Follow us on Twitter at Upside Down GSM or Instagram, which is Stranger Things GSM. Okay, Addy, it's time to talk about the contest. So I'm pretty excited about our contest here. So what we're asking for is you can post it to any of our social media accounts or you can email it to us. Uh, We want to see you watching Season 2, Episode 1. If you're in cosplay or you've got friends over, if you've decorated your house or maybe it's just you in front of your TV, we don't care. We just want to see a picture of you watching Season 2, Episode 1, because that's what our next episode is going to be about. And um, we'll we'll pick a winner. Now you, the deadline for this is not is not um, next Saturday because you know we we do realize, especially for this first episode, we're giving you less than twenty four hours to watch the episode and send in feedback. So uh, we're going to run this uh, contest for a couple of weeks. The deadline will be the November eleventh podcast. So you have until November 11th to send in your picture and we'll select the winner out of that. Uh, And so the winner is going to get your choice of either a gift card to Target so you can uh, get some of that really cool stuff we were talking about earlier or Amazon because Amazon's got some some really cool stuff like some of the Funko Pops and stuff like that that Target doesn't have. So your, your choice of a $25 gift card to either Target or Amazon. So... Send those in. Again, uh, follow us on social media. We'll give that information one more time before we're out of here. Or um, you can uh, send it to us via our feedback, our website. All right, Addison, last thing. It's time for the Meme of the Week. You mean it's time for the Meme of the Week? Well, this one is um, a conversation between Mike and someone else. And it says, my name is Mike, short for Micah. And the other person says, don't you mean short for Michael? And Mike says, no. And the other person says, why? And then he says, because I lost L. (laughs) 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 I like this. We'll include this over in our show notes again, goldenspiralmedia.com 
slash Stranger Things. And there you can see the uh, blog posts for all of our episodes. And the really crappy blog posts. Speaking of that, I'm so glad you mentioned that. So Addie's been writing the blog posts and she really hates doing it. And I suck at it. You don't suck at it. I do. But we would love if someone out there is listening and you would be interested in taking over writing the blog posts for our podcast episodes. Um, it really, it's more about the episode itself. It's not, it's not necessarily about our podcast episode. So let us know and, and use our feedback information or hit us up on social media to let us know you're interested. And then we'll start a conversation and let you know what's involved and all that stuff. So if you're interested in that, get in touch with us. Here's all of our contact information one more time, whether it's for feedback or for the contest or for you want to talk about blogging. Again, that's goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback. Give us a call at 304-837-2278. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Stranger Things GSM. Follow us on Twitter at Upside Down GSM and Instagram, which is Stranger Things GSM. All right, Addy, this has been a long one. We had a lot of stuff to talk about today. You have anything else you want to uh, say before we get out of here? I don't think so. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to our episode today. We are excited about season two. I know you are too. And with that, I'm off to charge my proton pack. And don't forget to stay strange. 